2: Hi everybody, welcome to Who Cares About the Rock Hall, a podcast about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm your host, Joe Quazala. I know too much about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and... Uh some say it's pretty cool. Uh, Ooh, with me,
3: Who are they? <laughs> with Ooh. me,
2: as always, is someone who would not say that. Hmm. Someone who uh, doesn't care much about this institution, the Rock Hall. Kristen Stuttered, Hello, Kristen.
3: Hello, Kristen.com. It's me getting right to it.
2: Yeah. Uh, you wouldn't even let me say my my fake little uh, <laughs> intro for myself. But you know what?
3: Some people would say it's cool. Oof.
2: You know what? I'm actually on the fence If our guest Would say That it's cool My obsession With the rock hall
3: I We're about to find out So let's
2: Let's bring her in uh, Very funny comedian And writer Uh, Specifically she writes For the YouTube series Good Mythical Morning Ellie McElvain
0: Oh, I think it's cool. Fuck yeah! I think anyone who's obsessed with anything to the level that Joe's obsessed with the Rock Hall, I think that's cool because I'm obsessed with things to that level, just different things, cooler things.
3: Yeah, there we have it.
2: There we have it, Kristen. Might I say in your face?
3: Oh yeah, nice one. She said she's obsessed with cooler things than your. (laughs) (laughs) A margin it's cool that you have an obsession.
0: I'm
2: (laughs) I'm willing to take that. (laughs) Lots of people Uh,
0: not think what I'm obsessed with is cool, but uh, you know, it is a little bit more marketable.
2: (laughs) uh ellie the last time you first off i should acknowledge that you brought your dog your, yes. your beautiful dog lola is here she's here with she, us in the studio
3: in studio and i love her and if you hear just a little extra joy in my voice it's because i'm currently petting a little pupper
2: it's the joy and love that only a dog can bring truly mm-hmm. uh, she's
3: actually on the voting body of the rock off oh my God!
1: right gosh. yeah she had a ballot uh, that's
3: wild but she cannot speak english and so it's very hard to know
1: mm-hmm <laughs>
2: Yeah. That secret
3: stays with her. It's interesting that uh, they put another woman on the voting thing. I mean, she's white, though, so it's okay. Yeah, for sure.
2: Yeah, that's okay. to be expected. She's
3: mixed, all right? Oh,
1: all right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Ellie, were you familiar at all with the goings-on with the Rock Hall this year?
0: Uh, what, a little bit. What do you got for me? No. Okay,
2: you said a little bit.
1: You said a little bit, but... She wanted it to be true.
2: It was a pure lie. Uh, um, so. So at this point, about a month ago they announced who's being inducted this year
3: oh wow that's huge for you
2: that is huge uh we we had we covered the whole ballot and then the big announcement was really exciting
3: now here's the thing we've had ellie on the show before
2: it was about a year and a half ago
3: and i am in this moment like i know that we talked a lot about taylor swift mm-hmm. is no. that who we were yep. talking about okay good yeah, <laughs> she talked that's about why. taylor swift Great, great yeah great, i good. shot my shot <laughs> for that, for, for old T-Swift. I stand okay. by it. Yeah, mm-hmm. for great. sure.
2: You should. So I want to show you, what would you prefer to see? The ballot or who's being inducted? Because the ballot has all the nominees, including those who didn't get inducted.
0: The ballot, and then I want to be shocked.
2: Okay, great. So I will show you. So six artists were inducted from this ballot.
3: Is you that less than normal? Which that feels six like six l- artists from this ballot. Is that less than normal six, that feels like six is right normal. in the
2: middle. Sometimes last year there were
3: seven. There has been five. The year before that it was five. Looking at the full list, who would you pick?
0: Well, me personally,
3: who's most eligible?
0: Definitely Whitney Houston. Thank
3: you.
0: Definitely Nine Inch Nails from this year. They had a banger year of like...
3: you're yeah, with Old
2: Town Road.
0: Influencing like what their influence and, has been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been all over the place. I wouldn't have said Nine Inch Nails any other year, but I've been hyper aware of them this year. Well, I love T-Rex, but I that's new to me.
2: How did T-Rex enter your life?
0: Through my brother, because he has cool music taste. Okay. Um,
2: Recently, he Yeah, like in you? this past year. Okay, that's very cool.
0: That's neat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I wouldn't say Dave Matthews band.
2: That's yeah, you <laughs> I would say no thanks. <laughs> Not alone in that.
0: Um the Doobie Brothers I thought were kind of a joke. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean to, to many they they kind of were, which is why they hadn't been inducted yet even though they're kind of that classic rock act you would assume right. would get in. You what didn't...
3: I think is wild is how many of the acts that you mentioned are getting in. Really? So... Even 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 as even to drag them?
2: No, not no. even the ones you dragged. No, the
3: ones you did not drag. Okay.
2: So the only one you didn't mention that's... Or the two that you didn't mention that are getting in are Depeche, Depeche Mode, Mode and, Biggie. and Notorious B.I.G. The Doobie Brothers did get in this year.
0: No shit. Yeah.
2: So did T-Rex. Uh-huh. Oh! And, and so did Nine mm-hmm. Inch Nails. Mm-hmm.
0: Wonderful. And so did Whitney Houston. Whitney. <gasps> oh my God. Yeah. I, I had a yeah. nose for it and I... D- definitely didn't know at all. <laughs> no,
2: I, I believe that. Well, because you are, and the reason you are here for this particular episode is because you are a pop aficionado.
0: Yes, that's me.
2: Pop, uh, an eternal pop optimist. <laughs> uh, someone who uh, appreciates uh, and goes to bat for pop music quite a bit. Absolutely. And Whitney is one of the most pop inductees to ever be inducted, I would say. That
0: makes sense.
2: Yeah, and if you're looking, especially of the ballot and of the eventual class, Whitney's pop all day, to Mm -hmm. the point where some could and have been critical of that move, because it's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Right. Right, and she's so pop. Now, what I want to do is, almost as giving a background and a defense for Whitney's induction. And are
3: you are we going to trace the lineage?
2: We are going to n- not so much trace the lineage but we're going to focus in on Pop and we are going to go through the Hall's history with Pop inductees. Great and I
0: would describe that As tracing the lineage Yeah I for think that sure. is Yeah
2: but okay. I want to be clear, I want to be clear That so you could also trace And this is another Defense of Whitney That we won't Necessarily get into But you could trace A soul and R&B soul Lineage R&B Of Whitney yes. All the way back To Whitney-age. like Aretha And Etta James And artists like that But we're gonna go more On the on the, on pop, the pop side of things. Side. Yeah that is a
0: little bit More of my knowledge base But I know that The story and the Changing terms of Soul and R&B Is like That's a whole episode That's a,
2: a
3: fascinating, oh, yes,
2: um, right. thing to talk about so I want, well
3: and uh, I mean we will, I'm sure we will get into this but yeah I mean it has to do with like crossover appeal aka being a popular with white audiences mm-hmm. makes you pop whereas yeah. having a primarily <laughs> yeah. black audience makes you soul right too many people it,
2: yeah there is there is racism baked into how we define pop music and it has Changed and uh, for the better, but back in the day, yeah, pop music meant you were pop white, music. and the same exact music from a black artist is urban or R and B. Or it used to literally
0: be called like. Black music, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. yeah, or like that was um, the term.
3: on Billboard, yeah, yeah, like Black contemporary charts or Get something this. like that. Genres or the Black are
2: music chart. flawed. <laughs> Genres might just be flawed, uh-huh. just like
3: um, a human. Um, being. But that
2: that is something to, to consider, uh, or something that I try to consider as I put together the list of the the pop inductees. Is, is that the way we think of pop, and the way we have thought of pop? Um, also, as I put this together, I got rid of all the rock bands. Wonderful. There are plenty of rock bands who are it's very... It's about
3: time. Let's get rid of the rock bands. <laughs> there are induct the divas.
2: So many <laughs> rock bands who are very poppy, like, yeah. say, Journey or Bon Jovi, or the even like Beatles? The Beatles, or Dave Clark Five, or The Zombies, or whatever you want to do. Yeah. But for the purposes of this, I mean, we, we can't do a three-hour long episode, no. but uh, I had to narrow this down somehow. Uh, so I got rid of the rock bands. I also tried to get rid of artists that are super associated with a particular genre, like the Country. Queen of Soul. Yeah. Aretha, even though she has a lot of pop in her, Mm -hmm. took her out because she's the Queen of Soul. The King of Soul, Sam Cooke, same thing. King of (laughs) rock and roll, Elvis Presley. Uh,
3: King of pop? He's he better be on this he, journey. You
2: better believe he's on the journey. <laughs>
3: okay.
2: Uh, so I tried to, but it's as you might imagine, difficult to parse the things out. Yeah. Did the best I could. Yeah.
3: Someone once said genres are flawed.
2: Mm-hmm. It's not a it's not a perfect list. You know there are artists like Buddy Holly or Roy Orbison who are very poppy, but I think of them as foundational rock and roll artists. Uh, or someone like James Brown or Jackie Wilson, who I think of as super important to soul and r and b yeah, so again, it's not perfect. I limited it to white can you, artists. Can you guess how many how many inductees
3: um Eight. Eighteen.
2: I made it the top forty. <laughs>
3: Hell yeah. Good old Joe coming through. Seemed
2: appropriate. Oh my God. I narrowed it down to what we can call the top 40 here. The
3: pop 40. Oh. The
2: pop, ooh. Hello, hello. <laughs> top of the pop. All right. So let's stop, start from the beginning. I really, I of that first class in 1986, I think the most pop of those artists is the Everly Brothers.
0: Wow. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, if you, th- you think about songs like All I Have to Do is Dream. Dream. There's a lot of country in there, and there's a lot of rockabilly and rock and roll, but it, it, there's a foundation of pop.
3: Do we know when the term pop was coined? Like, was it Sync? Like, I'm just like, like, no. No, I mean, like, where where did, like, the term I know itself? that it comes from the word popular, popular obviously. obviously, but, like, when did it start being used?
2: used uh, Colloquially, widely.
3: Yeah. So that's a really great question.
0: I'm going to get this wrong, and uh, but I I know generally it's been in use for a really long time. But our modern understanding of pop as being music that is widely shared and generally shiny, happy things like Upbeat, that. Yeah. That's that's more of the last couple decades. Whereas mm-hmm. pop was used for at least two hundred years in describing lots of types of things, art. Uh, of all sorts and
2: mm-hmm. and even you think of pop art yeah right? in yeah. A Warhol term. that's like mm-hmm.
0: part of when it started getting really popularized mm-hmm. to use
2: to use the, the term. term now here's mm-hmm. the thing
3: though pop dance is popping and locking and it's <laughs> a very different and that's very different, different it's just as different yeah. let's be clear
2: the next year 87 uh, we have <laughs> Smokey Robinson who again associated with a lot of genres but has a lot what? of pop in his career <laughs> And then, it, uh, basically, a teen idol, and an, one of the most pop inductees was inducted that second year, and that's Ricky Nelson.
0: Whoa. And Tell Rick, me about Ricky Nelson. And
2: Ricky Nelson came out of a TV show, and he was a teenager on a show called The Adventures of Ozzie and Harriet. And it was a real family. What? Ozzie. Wait, a real family? Yes, this was a real family, but <laughs> no, it was this a... This
3: makes me seems, I, like, how did I not know that? But it was a scripted... Keeping up with Ozzie and Harriet. Yeah. It was a sitcom. Whoa. The Adventures of
2: Ozzie and Harriet. And it ran for a very long time. And
3: it was... They were really married to each other and those were their real, real children? It was a real family.
2: Ozzie Nelson was the father. And then Ricky Nelson was like the heartthrob teenager and there would be like almost like proto music videos in those early days because he would just like start singing a song because it was all integrated he has like a song about being like a teenager in love
1: a teenager's romance is fickle
2: or true a teenager's romance is red hot or blue he would sing that he'd like debut it on the show And he was like super handsome, you know, like 16, 17 year old. And he was very much a heartthrob. But he also he did a lot of music that was very rock and roll. But he's very much like a teenage idol in the pop tradition.
0: That's the first that I've heard at least that far back of someone being groomed to be a star from personality and like star making versus music or being discovered because of your actual music. And then Mm -hmm. obviously that becomes a trend Later on, oh, yes. as it yeah. becomes
3: very image-based,
2: absolutely.
0: I mean, it's always been
3: image-based. well, and also that's just interesting because you know we've had discussions on this show about the monkeys and things like that, and it's just Ricky Nelson got his start on Ozzy and, and and Harriet. Yeah, did he write the songs?
2: Typically, not. No,
3: I'm I'm gonna guess no. No, but, but Billie no. Eilish here. Okay? <laughs> but what do I know? You know.
2: And then 88 Billie Eilish will for sure Be a first year inductee Interesting okay. I mean yeah, time, we'll will get... time, time will, will tell Time will tell Right A lot okay. of people were saying that About Eiffel 65 <laughs> And then what happened
3: Yeah Because they, they had So many hits And uh-huh. they won all those I guess she just needs
0: To stay sane
2: Yeah That's really I mean good luck Yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> Yikes Let's go to the next year 1988 I think one of the great Pop groups of all time The Supremes Nine. I've got three artists that I think fit in the pop category, which is The
0: Temptations,
2: Stevie Wonder,
3: and Dion. Dion. Neon Dion. Dion Cole.
2: Uh, <laughs> uh, he went by Dion. His, his group was called the Belmonts. Dion Damucci is his full name. What you, is he, Italian? Italian? Very. <laughs>
0: Dion Damucci. Hey, you Dion hey in I'm there. in the rock hall.
2: know uh, <laughs> the only uh, accent that
1: it's, a, that it's okay to do, I guess. <laughs> yeah. You would
2: know Run Around Sue. And then you would maybe know The wanderer. They call me The Wanderer.
3: commercial for some sort of Teddy bear that you could oh, draw. Uh, on. That was
2: the doodle bear.
3: The doodle bear. That's wow. what it was. You put me they in the washing her. machine and I come out nice <laughs> yes. and
2: clean because I'm the doodle bear. Cause, <laughs>
3: cause, and because the, they would draw, because he talks about how he has tattoos of all these women's names on him. And in the commercial, it was these young girls writing names all over a teddy bear and then putting him in mm-hmm. the washing machine.
2: He comes out nice and because I'm
3: says, the doodle there's bear. There's no room for something new. I hop in that washing machine And come out nice and clean Cause I'm the
2: doodle bear And then 1990 we get really pop We have four artists And some of them are almost like pure pop You've got Simon and Garfunkel ya, you're my heart. You're my uh, You've got the four tops you know, Very R&B but also a lot of pop then these next two i think are extremely pop which is the four seasons
0: yes definitely which are
2: extremely pop mm-hmm. you i mean you listen to, to a song day. like big girls don't cry yeah it's nothing but pop you know what other genre could that be it's
0: sparkly it's mm-hmm. shining big girls.
3: They don't cry. and also it was kind of like considered like Teeny bopper music yeah. You know mm-hmm. Which is kind of the Beginning of pop In some ways
2: Yeah I would say so Like yeah, our
3: pop modern idea it. Of yeah. mo-
2: of pop And then I would also Throw in Bobby Darin
0: Oh, yes, absolutely.
2: Who ab- absolutely comes from like a pop tradition, mm-hmm. almost to an extent where, I mean, he is a rock and roll artist, but he also owes something to like Sinatra. Is he and, like, those splash? other Splash? He is he Splish Splash. Okay. I eye was eye. taking a bath.
0: Splish Splash, I was taking
1: a bath. Long about a Saturday night. Yeah.
2: And then so we skip a few years with not too many pop artists, and then we get to 94, we have Elton John and Rod Stewart.
3: Oh yeah! Whoa. Oh, mama!
2: And you know, both those guys have a lot of rock in their bones, but especially later in their careers, they have some but, shit that is just pop all day. Yeah, but and-
0: Elton John, to me, I would just classify as a pop artist.
2: I Am I see crazy? That.
0: <laughs> um, the not- spectacle, mm-hmm. the the tone, obviously has a lot of influences in his music. But
2: yeah, I, I get what you're saying that like, there's no Elton John songs really that you'd be like, oh, this sounds like Elvis.
3: Right, I think too something about Alton John That leans him towards pop Is the fact that he does not play guitar Um, I think that if he were a guitarist We would be like that is a rocker Right well
2: like I was saying Saturday Night is All Right for Fighting Is like huge electric guitar distortion up front So he has those songs But yeah he's more in the little Richard mold Of a a rock and roll artist Uh, And then Rod Stewart Later in his career, having shit like Forever Young. Forever Young, baby. You know, again, nothing but pop. Let's go to 95 where we've yeah, got, let's. yeah, c- come with me, won't you? Oh,
0: I'm, I'm alive now.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, Ellie. We, yeah, I think you might have, you might think we, we already passed, passed that line. That I was yeah, I think we did, but anyway. <laughs> no,
0: you said 91 last. And 94. Okay, I was alive. You missed it. All right, I was You two. were
2: alive to see and experience Elton John and Rod Stewart getting inducted in the rock hall. And you know You were there right At the Waldorf Astoria The
0: memory is so So vivid I remember it was A cool day uh, the par- mm. Partly cloudy Sure for sure, sure. Um, Yeah keep going
2: yeah. <laughs> Humidity was
0: at 42% <laughs> Oh Yuck Yeah well that's Cleveland for you
2: yeah, it, was it was in, was New, in York. New York
0: Okay good good good
2: <laughs> <laughs> And then So we go to 1995 Ellie's alive Still <laughs> And we've got Martha and the Vandellas <laughs>
3: the street uh, absolutely
2: a bop without a doubt Mm
3: -hmm. absolutely bop and absolutely pop (laughs) absolutely a top pop
2: top pop bop coming from (laughs) Martha and the (laughs) Vandellas but yeah I think really I and we'll we'll see this in the next year at 96 with the Shirelles I feel like the girl groups are pop like if you're gonna put them in a category whether it's the Supremes the Shirelles uh, Martha and the Vandellas that is pop
0: absolutely i mean you can always describe them as leaning toward rhythm and and whatever <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> no i mean but that music, is but why like, they're often put in that category it's
0: they're often talking about highly relatable situations that's a key aspect of pop to mm-hmm. me and also i mean relatable I to even, like dancing y- in this culture um, yeah, I think the definitely youth capturing aspect, yes the feeling it, of what's going thing. on. Yeah, if if you're talking about counterculture, you're talking about the the joy de vive of the younger generation and what they're listening to and what they're interested in. Mm-hmm. And boys. Yeah, yeah. Worrying about your boyfriends
3: and, and My boyfriend's back And whatever And you're right. gonna have a problem And, and mm-hmm. sometimes You know People tend to trivialize that And I think that people Trivialize pop music It's just uh, You're just talking about love Yeah, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is the
0: most common theme yeah. Of all time
3: <laughs> Um Vandella Is that what? What is that What does that mean Yeah Oh, it's a type of mythological. <laughs> yeah, creature. exactly. Like the that will, Is that a flower uh, that, that blooms only in the night. <laughs> yeah, I'm just curious. Aww. Like Martha, and the like I know the Supremes. That makes sense. The Shirelles. That sounds like something someone made up because it sounds nice, you know. Mm-hmm. Vandella also sounds like something that just sounds nice that they were like, it stays.
2: So Barry Gordy gave them the name of the Vandellas. The popular belief was that they were named after. Della Reese and Van Dyke Street.
3: Okay, there we go.
2: But that's not true.
3: Oh. <laughs> uh,
2: and Martha Reeves. But that's did how not those come things get popularized
0: name. because someone comes up with a reason and, and it, it sounds, sounds good, right? Yeah. And no one cares to question it because what are the stakes? Yep.
3: <laughs>
2: Yeah, I, it doesn't seem. It seems like maybe Barry Gordy just kind of came up with it because he thought it sounded sounded big. nice. Yeah,
3: I was just curious. I I um had never thought about it until this moment, and I thought maybe someone would have an answer.
2: They were called the Vells before they were called the Vandellas.
0: Interesting. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that has anything to do with like trying to conjure vixen or
2: it, it's it's a little uh, yeah provocative a little bit.
3: Scanda Vandella. Scand- Vandella. Scand-la-
2: Vandella. Scand-la- Vandella. Interesting. But, you know, getting back to kind of what you were saying, Ellie, about how it's youth culture and it's counterculture. I think that speaks to the strong connection between pop music and rock and roll, because I think that's a that's a way you can describe both those genres.
0: Definitely. I
2: think it's hard to have one really without the other.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think in my experience in the modern era, rock as a genre has been struggling. So some people who are not as educated and cool as me would maybe (laughs) associate rock with not the youth, for sure. And But that's always been part of its history. Mm -hmm. It's just having a little bit of a downturn lately.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and we, we talk about why the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has a kind of expansive definition of the term. Yeah. And it's be it's because rock and roll is
3: here to stay. It will never die.
2: Well, <laughs> under their definition. But if mm-hmm. you kind of adhere to an older definition, and especially if you just can call it rock, yeah, it gets narrow. Yeah. But if you are thinking of the spirit of rock and roll and you're being honest about the lineage and all those things, then it does it includes nearly anything that is vibrant and youthful yeah or it should be
0: i mean i definitely think so i think the at the core of this conversation is i think the rock and roll hall of fame has done a really good thing by understanding and acknowledging for years that genre is malleable and that the term rock and roll is something that needs to be flexible um yeah but s- trying to stay in terms of some type of parameters here. That's it's a really hard job to do because these things change relatively quickly in terms of like the span of and human history. The empathy for the nomcom over mm-hmm. here.
2: Yeah. I mean, but yeah, it's true. It's it's hard to.
0: I don't think they always going to write, but, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know.
2: Yeah, for example, you were pulling for Dave Matthews Band, and they so didn't. Hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They didn't get in this year, and you're you're upset, and we're sorry. And
0: well, every every hot person I went to high school with is upset. upset. <laughs> <laughs>
3: hey, same, which is weird. It's not That's weird, spanning generation. Why does everyone on the Bachelor <laughs> love the country so much? Aye, A question aye. for another time.
2: That is an interesting. All yeah. of them,
3: no matter where they're from. Really? Yeah. I don't watch the Bachelor. Is that always everybody's like? Yeah, we. You know, that's a whole episode, really. Yeah.
2: Country is the one, I think, definitive thing that is not included not in the in rock, the rock Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, Willie. Pre-rock and roll era shit. It? No, uh, no, not Willie. I'm Cash. sorry,
3: Johnny Cash is the only one. Yeah, that makes sense. No Dolly,
2: yeah, no Willie. No Willie, no Waylon. That's fair,
3: they don't even want it. They've got They theirs. also
2: have their own they have their Hall of Fame. They have their own. So stay out of it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stay out of it. I'm saying if they put Dolly in that would people would be so hyped that would just be a very big boon Dolly is on such an upswing right now mm-hmm. yeah
2: 1997 we've got two Very pop acts
3: And I'm finally alive wow. also Oh 7. god I'm finally alive oh, so. welcome to the world <laughs> you. you sweet bouncing baby Bundle of joy <laughs> uh, Sorry who?
2: My 22 year old co-host <laughs> Kristen Stuttered <laughs>
3: That's me Uh, What? Um, No No 97 who, who was when in? you
2: Graduated college right?
3: <laughs> no Gosh
2: <laughs> I'm having fun Are
3: we having fun? I like to
2: have fun So we have the Jackson 5 In 1997 PC. Influential in the genre of pop. Absolutely. Also, we've got a little a little Prince of Pop on his way to becoming king. Ooh. Uh, and then also, and then I, I would put this maybe in the top five most pop inductees, potentially, the Bee Gees. This,
0: oh. oh, absolutely.
2: I mean, the the thing is the Bee Gees did have an early career before all the disco stuff. Oh, wow. Uh, well, what
3: was it like? Was kind of, it It was,
2: Yeah. It, I think, yeah, kind of. It was a little folky, and it was in the era kind of of the British invasion, even though they are Australian.
1: Have you seen my wife, Mr. Jones? Do you
4: know what it's like on the
2: outside? And they Please took a hard... Australian. You're right. That's yeah. So
3: crazy. What you doing in the night? <laughs> <laughs> you just can't tell when their voices are that high.
2: <laughs> you can't have an Australian accent <laughs> yeah. and a falsetto. It's impossible. I'd uh, love like,
3: I'd love to see you specifically try. try right? All right. right yeah. <laughs> I'm trying, yeah, I don't
2: think i i not trying. I not think you you yeah, Is can't there like, anyone
3: uh, who sings in an Australian accent? But is there anyone who sings in an Australian accent? to with my baby. Like Kylie Minogue doesn't <laughs> sing in an Australian yeah. accent. to with my baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay we're having fun we sure are i'm just trying to th- is there anybody who sings there's in an australian accent at sings all
2: in, sings in an australian five accent? seconds
3: of summer do they sing in an australian accent
2: it's hard to like, sing in an accent at all so,
3: no but like british people do it and the yeah. proclaimers yeah. did it and yeah. you know what i mean like there's like tons of um that's a good british question people that sing with british accents right there are i cannot think of a band that sings with an australian accent i'm going to crowded do... house i'm, I'm gonna to... no
2: they're from new zealand and also oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't think that, oh, yeah, but
3: that he sounds a little bit i'm gonna look into this oh, you keep going well
2: you know what i think we're ready to oh at this point why don't we take a break And if we'll we'll do a little research in the break, and then we come back, we will finish up talking about the top forty pop inductees in the Rock Hall. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. We hope you had a nice break. We hope over your break you
3: remembered the existence of the song "Land Down Under." under. Five
2: minute work. Um,
3: Five minute work.
2: Yeah, so that we we figured out some Australian. Sounding, I think. Also, ACDC is from Australia, and there's occasionally some talk singing in those songs.
3: I think it—you have to be talk singing for it to be to sound Australian. Colin Hay in
2: Men at Work does that somewhat frequently. Well, let's jump back into our pop inductees. We're getting to a very pop act: the Mamas and the Papas.
3: The Mamas and the Papas. Us -us in
2: 1998. 99, we've got a lot of pop acts, including Billy Joel.
0: Whoa, okay. I don't care what you say anymore. This is my life. Well, so Billy Joel to me falls in the sort of Elton John
2: mm-hmm. Billy
3: Joel. Dana. No, no,
2: I'm not going to let you <laughs> have Joe hates it uh, so much. I hate it. His face. It's is is a, a complicated, is uh,
3: immobile, it's a weird it is road a to go down. <laughs>
2: Doing an Elton John song, but saying Billy Joel's name. It right. We
3: were talking about how he mm-hmm. follows the tributary okay. of, and Elton Benny John. has the same first letter as Billy.
0: Yeah. B J. Oh,
3: and
1: so
2: Jets, know that. Billy Joel. <laughs> I can't read. You know what? So <laughs> if you why. liked
3: that part, why don't you send us a tweet?
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Um. Yeah. So Billy Joel. Sim- yeah. Similarly, very very poppy. Uh, throughout his whole career. Absolutely. And then we've got uh, someone... Also
0: very storytelling. Uptown Girl.
2: (laughs) And Uh, very
3: storytelling, yeah.
0: Storytelling is present in a lot of genres, but I definitely find that to be something that crosses over into the pop territory when there's a full narrative throughout Pretty
3: straightforward narratives, too. Pop tends to be less obtuse.
0: Yeah, I feel feel like rock songs will have... Stories, but sometimes it's confusing. You have or to it's dig odd, to understand <laughs> what they're saying. Certain pop songs will just lay it all out for you, and I feel like mm-hmm. Billy Joel does that.
2: Someone <laughs> pointed this out, and I thought it was really funny that a lot of Billy Joel songs start out and they tell you exactly who, what, and where.
3: Oh, a good so article. we're living here
2: in Allentown. <laughs> uh, Anthony works at the grocery store. Uh, they, just every everything. It was nine o'clock on, on a, Saturday. On a Saturday. Like, Saturday. Like he gives you the information upfront. Wait, sets hold the on, scene. Billy Joel.
3: Where are we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right, right. It's really good. It's a very good start to an improv scene. Mm-hmm. You need to know establish who, your you world. Need to establish your world. Who, what, where, and then it's all yes and from there on. <laughs> yeah,
2: Billy Joel was just really the first improviser. Just
3: height and baby. Um, yeah, he wrote all his songs just based on one
2: on
4: suggestion, <laughs> suggestion. Yeah. yeah
2: of pasta <laughs> right I've got bottle Piano! of red okay <laughs> bottle of red um bottle of white alright 99 we also get someone I didn't include with their rock band but Paul McCartney
0: oh wonderful
2: whose post Beatles career is extremely pop
0: absolutely people want I saw Paul McCartney recently.
2: At Dodger Stadium.
0: It's crazy how much the post Beatles career comes through as extremely boppable, yes. I would say. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not I wasn't as familiar with Wings, but Wings is amazingly
3: uh, wings is pretty uh, pop. I would yeah, absolutely. pop band. And, and the
2: induction of Paul McCartney solo is more or less including Wings because that's yeah. his solo I project, right? He just yeah. called it
0: that for his own sake. Yeah. Least. But uh, yeah, I was definitely struck by just
3: and Wings will not get. I'm so sorry. Actually, no, we'll wing, no, no Wings will wings not get will inducted not get in. because He's the not gonna get Paul back. McCartney induction
2: it's not yeah that, that includes Wings. Not. Yeah. Uh, in 1999, we also have Dusty Springfield. Very pop. You would know her from Son of a Preacher <laughs> Man. You
0: was the son of a preacher man Oh, my goodness. You... See, I did not imagine a woman.
3: <laughs> oh, really? Oh, oh really? Okay, oh, interesting. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. I know the name, but it's just out of my purview. Uh,
2: but she also has a lot of great songs that I would say are even popular than that song. Okay. You might know the song Wishing and Hoping.
0: Yes. Wishing
3: and hoping and singing. Bring. Popularized in my best friend's wedding. My best friend's wedding. Okay, big, big yeah. Renaissance for that song.
2: 1999. We also get like a very early pop artist, almost like a straggler from that era, because they inducted all like the 50s and 60s guys. But right. by 99, Del Shannon was still not inducted. Tell
3: me about Del Shannon. Now, I do not know him. Del We've talked Shannon's... about him a lot on the show, and I never remember anything.
2: His big song is called "Runaway." And I wonder, Uh, Del Shannon also, he he had, like, songs you, you'll you hear, like, in a 50s diner. Okay. You know, those types of songs. There's a song he has called Little Town Flirt. Don't you think those Ooh. lyrics are, like, very, like, classic pop? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. Talk.
0: Man-eater. You know. Yeah. You, you, it's not even up to you. She's too cute. Or he's too cute. It's always, like these overwhelming forces of They're gonna devotion ya. or mm-hmm. heartbreak or whatever. I love it. Uh,
2: in the year 2000, a pop inductee who I kind—I was on the fence about including, but I think he's pretty pop, even though he's also very folk, which is James Taylor.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: Whenever I see your smiling face I have to smile myself because I love you. Yeah. Oh. James Taylor who
0: gets... Uh, Heike mentioned in Taylor Swift songs all the mm-hmm. time. Name drop. In what song is that? Begin oh again. You say you never met one girl who had as many James Taylor records as you but I
2: James Taylor is also someone in this categorization isn't always you know the most accurate or telling, but he is nominated for the Grammy Male Pop Vocal back in the heyday. Wow! All the time and won it oh, quite a bit. Oh wow!
3: He he couldn't go it in the Male Folk Vocal <laughs> category. Focal? They've, yeah, they've never had a vocal category, right? Mm. All these N- male focal pop yogles.
1: vocals. These
2: vocal yokels. <laughs> all right, two thousand one, uh, we get Paul Simon. Who I oh, absolutely! Very poppy. Uh, and then we get the king of pop. We get Michael Jackson in 2001. And there you go. And that's uh, as poppy as it gets. And when others are not. We've brought. You know, Kristen, you bring this up quite a bit. Uh-huh. When it feels like pop artists are neglected by the hall, the reasoning behind it doesn't have a ton of weight given that Michael Jackson was inducted.
0: Right. Yep. That is really interesting. And I also think. there's something happening here where the only person really that stands out to me preceding him is Elton John but definitely correct me if I mess that up but someone whose music is indelibly connected to their performance and their pageantry versus just getting up there and playing their songs. That they're an you know entertainer. I mean? They're an entertainer. And er- you can describe entertainer in a lot of ways. You know, mm-hmm. I would definitely describe Paul McCartney as entertainer, of but course. Paul McCartney isn't, is it like, known
2: for his weird is glasses it go- or whatever, is it you like, know, or his gloves? Is isn't going to or- like do
0: the splits. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a particular <laughs> emblematic pop aspect so. <laughs> of both performing your music and putting on a full Pageantry, show. Pageantry, yeah. Dancing, choreography, costumes. Yes. What you're getting is beyond just the music creating a world yeah, and creating yeah. a an iconic sort of uh, maybe brand, persona, eras, personas. Level. Yeah.
2: yeah, and I'm, I'm looking back and there are a few There's here a co- where you can, it's not to that extent, but like you think of the Supremes and you think of the visual that was presented yeah. and they're standing in a very specific way and their hair is a very specific Yeah, you could way. definitely
0: argue that Motown sort of began that idea of
2: Because even with the Jackson Five, being really
0: specific about your image and your
2: presentation, and
0: honing it in, and and being sharp and being presentable
3: and having a look and that's, that's been going around forever but it's yeah. like we will also say though that Elvis really follows follows quite squarely into that category mm-hmm. as We're not well talking about Elvis I mean thank God
2: right and he, does, <laughs> he doesn't fit the rules yeah the rules I set for <laughs> yeah. it
0: which, which, which should be made rules. to increase the, as, like, the engagement on this so that people can be like hi hey, I disagree <laughs> right yeah, exactly <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sometimes I just put typos in my tweets so that my engagement goes up
2: cool that's cool, cool marketing, marketing technique <laughs> oh my god
0: it's, it's, it's never actually intentional (laughs) 2002,
2: we've got some, we've got two kind of unsung pop heroes. The first is Gene Pitney. He was like a teen idol, but he was also a very good songwriter. He wrote He's a Rebel. He's a rebel
1: and you'll never be any good.
2: He has some really good pop songs, though, for himself. He has a really good song called It Hurts to Be in Love. Gene Pitney I don't think he really I mean it, this was late this was 2002 and this is an artist from the 60s and so it was nice for him to get his yeah, due was... and I also think a little bit of it had to do with the fact that he was also such a talented songwriter mm. as well
3: and he and he was voted in he didn't have mm-hmm. to get influenced was, in or anything like that tr-
2: but he was on the ballot eight times Woo. yeah so I mean since like the very beginning
3: is he part of that seven time club or whatever
2: no because they, they were not consecutive oh yeah the, the Dwayne Eddy rule And then also that year was Brenda Lee.
1: We walk along hand in hand. Mm, Who
2: was the top selling pop artist or just female artist of the 60s?
0: She definitely fits that mold that we're seeing of seeing individual and groups from the 50s, 60s, these kind of really relatable, really cute, full on poppy as hell. Both individuals and groups Are getting put into the rock hall That seems to be like A total blueprint going forward
2: yeah.
3: The 70s pop like how, You would never describe that we've had ours what Bee Gees And
2: Bee Gees Michael Jackson was technically around Jackson 5 Yeah Jackson 5 Um, You know Billy Joel was around James Taylor Okay So we have some representation. And yeah. Elton John obviously Was like a big part of oh, the yeah, 70s Oh yeah the 70s Okay Alright then let's go to 2003 where we've got I mean 2003 was like A punk year Yeah that was the clash and the police and elvis Costello but also in like acdc uh, but also that year was the righteous brothers
0: oh. i do not know who that is
2: oh but you would definitely know the you righteous brothers would. Oh, I love oh, I
3: love yeah so that's from you, Top Gun? M-
2: you would also you know
3: it's in
2: you would know oh, my
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: From yeah, 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 a, yeah, yeah. a lot of movies, a lot yeah. of 80s,
3: a lot of 80s movies.
2: Well, Bill Medley from the Righteous Brothers sings Bill "I've Had Med- That, well, I've Had the Time of My Life" oh, from "Dirty Dancing."
0: Okay, yeah. So that's
2: okay. and that song is constructed almost to sound like a little bit like a classic Righteous Brothers song.
0: Well, I actually just listened to the um, uh, that movie show on Netflix or watched it about Dirty Dancing, and they talked about how they had to get this type of song.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was very much in the mold of of classic Righteous Brothers, and they got Bill Medley, who kind of looks like Will Ferrell. <laughs> one of <laughs> oh. one of two inductees who looks uh, a lot like Gosh, Will Ferrell. Gosh, because the drummer from the Chili <laughs> Peppers Smith. looks like yeah, him too. Right, that's funny. 2004, we've got Prince. Um, Obvi Someone who Transcends genre Really And maybe that's what makes him Pop Is the fact that he Cannot be contained
0: He eschews a lot of Things that I would Traditionally consider pop But then he like Also redefined it He's so Mm -hmm. He's so iconic I mean you could uh, Let me count the ways But it's just Yeah he's interesting It's almost like he's not A great example of what the hall will do going forward because he is everything and and new all at all and, at the same and but at the
2: same time singular
0: singular but also has all these elements of other things mm-hmm. but yeah but again another an entertainer someone who's yes. putting on a full show a spectacle
2: uh owns basically a color yes a symbol yeah he, the brand
3: is strong if you will the city of minneapolis right. yeah like, the
2: brand yeah. is super strong. In 2007, we get like the last straggler girl group, which is the Ronettes, oh, be my, be my and we know how the Ronettes got its name because of Ronnie Cause Spector, of Ronald
3: who's... Vel Johnson, no Reginald. With I truly please got that. It's because actually uh, Ronald McDonald put them together.
2: Very, I'll accept that. They're
3: they're actually put together for a McDonald's campaign. They were called the Ronettes. They were originally backing up a soul singing Ronald McDonald.
2: This is where Ellie's looking at you like, like you're. uh, She's
0: looking at me like fucked up because I thought it was Ronald Reagan.
2: 2008 again. This is like a top top five most pop Madonna.
3: That's oh my what God. I thought you were going to say when you said most pop Bee I Bee cannot G's, believe yeah. that I'm like Madonna is the most I'm pop happy of all to pops. hear that.
2: Not only is Madonna in the rock hall She got in as soon as she was eligible
0: Bitch. Yes that's I mean it yeah. had to
2: be mm-hmm. By that well you'd be surprised
0: Whitney uh, no no I, I would say not Had to be inducted First year but that How soon she's been inducted is shocking to me I want to know what was happening In that year that that would be the move Because it is very surprising To me that they wouldn't Make Madonna wait. Do you know no what I mean? One makes Madonna because Madonna wait. is so pop.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Because... Well, there's a few things. Okay, I, I think I have an answer to it, which is that Ooh. he, uh, Madonna, was discovered by a man named Seymour Stein. Seymour
3: Stein, who
2: has been on our podcast okay. twice,
3: and on he, the podcast, yeah, yes, and he is one of the
2: founders. he's yeah he's maybe not not a founder but he is extremely influential was uh the president of the rock hall and i think at this time was he was running the nominating committee he was just a major player and she is one of his most important signings wow so without question he advocated for her
0: there's definitely an influence
3: of
2: there's some politics yeah in the rock hall for sure i would say that is it Plus the fact that she
3: wait, she's undeniable.
2: <laughs> she's undeniable and white.
3: Right oh, there it is. Oh, there it is. That, that might. Have I mean, just a part. like
0: genre, the Rock Hall is fallible. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but this was one case where they did the right thing.
3: Yeah, putting I think in
2: so. Madonna is
3: Cher in the Rock Hall?
2: No, Cher is not in the Rock Hall.
3: No, we talked about it on that one episode with all okay, the. Okay, yeah, I bet you've had an episode
0: about that. That's shocking to me.
2: Yeah, especially because she has the history that goes back into the 60s that you think would appeal to the Rock Hall set. Has she
0: ever been nominated? No,
2: she's never been. Sunny
0: and Cher, there's a tragic history there, but she Mm -hmm. continues making incredible records. And she
2: has had huge hits in a lot of decades.
0: Huge hits in a lot of decades. And also, she is very hype on Twitter. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, she continues to be in the cultural conversation, and I think she has definite influence. I mean, she's one Mm -hmm. of the first artists to ever... Fully utilize AutoTune. Yeah, that's um, true. If for better like, or for worse, some I might mean, say. I think for better. I think it, I, AutoTune. I think is great when it's used correctly. Um, and I think a lot of the dislike of AutoTune has a lot to do with just people not liking change, mm-hmm. and thinking, oh, I, I know what talent is, and talent to me is a specific vocal skill. But AutoTune really evens it out. <laughs> Same with SoundCloud, bedroom producing, all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. That all comes into play, but. Anyway, back to Cher. That is shocking to me. And mm-hmm. there's someone who has absolute spectacle, a fashion icon, yes. puts on a show, mm-hmm. is fully, yeah, I don't know. I think
3: Cher should get in.
2: I think Cher was on the ballot. She'd get in yeah. immediately. So I think why there were- is she not on the ballot? It's hard to say
3: because all those guys at that meeting when we had the we were talking to Seymour yeah. Stein
2: at Al, um, and they were all like, "Oh yeah, for sure." They were like, I'd "Share, share,
3: yes." Pat Benatar, no.
2: <laughs> I remember no to Pat. I'll Benatar. never forget.
3: Right.
0: That's weird.
2: <laughs> no, yeah.
3: It was a wild one
2: in 2010. Maybe the most. I mean, Madonna's up there with pop inductees, but yeah.
4: this this
2: might be the top one, which is ABBA. <laughs>
3: Wow. wow, yes, 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 yes. You're going to put ABBA in and not put Cher in too? I'm just saying, like, if yeah, you could be crazy. like, wow, Cher's too disco or whatever, you, you have know, the Bee Gees and ABBA in.
2: I guess I don't want. I'm. You want to come out as anti-Share. No, I'm not anti-Share. But man, oh fucking man, did ABBA have so many hits. I know know Share did, but like ABBA, I mean, it's just wall to wall. If
0: you tied their hits to my ankles, and I'm not saying like in a metaphorical sense, I'm saying like literally just the records, whatever the weight of that is, not Mm -hmm. heavy, right? Mm -hmm. If you tied those in equal measure to my left and right ankles and dropped me, In Echo Park Lake, I would die there because they have so many hits. (laughs) Yeah, it's
2: really painting a picture, but it's true. She got there,
0: she got
3: there. And I think there's probably some,
2: there's something also that there's a little bit of more credibility with the fact that ABBA was like pretty much fully in-house, wrote their own stuff, produced Mm. their own stuff, even like, and who's to say whether or not that matters, but I think that does hold some weight.
0: I've always thought it's cooler.
2: I mean, it is cooler, but like it, there are Elvis did not write his own shit. There's a long
0: history on both sides of the on the Uh, coin, and if you're really, really good at what you do, it doesn't matter.
2: Let's go to 2011, where we've got some pretty poppy artists. We've got Darlene Love,
0: and
2: and then we've also got Neil Diamond.
3: Ooh. Oh wow! Neil Diamond is in the Real rock poppy Hall. Yeah, that is wild. To you me. know
2: that you we watched his I induction. Forget we watched I still his induction remember. and we talked about. Uh, well, what was funny about his induction was he was like, "Yeah, I, I pay my my grandkids dental. I, do, I, <laughs> you know, I'm out here helping people."
3: <laughs> That's so. He funny. was
2: just like kind of rambling, and oh, he was like,
3: "Gosh, who inducted him? Do you remember?"
2: Uh, Paul Simon. Huh. Yeah. And he made a he made a point. He was like, "I think it's taken so long for Neil Diamond to get in the Rock Hall because he did that song with Barbara Streisand." Oh, wait, when, really? Yeah. And then when Neil got up, He's like, "I love Barbara. What are you talking about? Wah. I'll do it again. I'll do it
3: again. <laughs> yeah. Kick me out. It's See great. when you get me back in yeah. here." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's you know, honestly, Neil is very poppy, but he is very rocky, and he is pop rock.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: In do you the know Neil Diamond's
3: sense?
0: legal birth name, family name is Diamond?
2: I did not know that yeah. I had to assume That was a It was a stage name
3: a Stage nom No uh, Cherry Cherry Is one of my All time good mood songs In the whole world mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You put that one on Honey I can't feel bad It's real hard to feel bad When that song is on And that's the power of pop
1: She got the way To me, Cherry She got the way To
2: 2012 We've got Kind of a Fringe pop artist But someone who I would say Is part of the pop tradition Laura Nera
1: oh,
2: Like baroque pop is sometimes <laughs> the the term used but you think about where she fits into I mean she's a singer-songwriter but she is not folk at all No And I think she wrote a lot of songs that a lot of pop groups covered whether it was, or artists whether it was Barbara Streisand or Three Dog Night and you think about Bette Midler inducted her and Sarah Bareilles did the yeah. tribute performance. I think that speaks to like kind of her her legacy of, of pop.
3: And you know, it also reminds me once again that Carol King should be in as a performer. Mm-hmm. It reminds me in Ooh, the certainly. most upsetting way. I'm just so yeah. mad in and this I'm, moment. And so about... many,
2: yeah. I mean, she's inducted as a songwriter and so many of the artists that we've gone through have had hits with Carol King yeah. songs, you know.
3: <laughs> it's enraging. Uh,
2: 2013 super poppy artist Donna Summer
3: hell yeah oh absolutely
2: uh, very disco but also I mean you think of a song like Bad Girls Bad Girls beep beep that is a that is a pop song sad girls,
3: talking about the sad girls.
2: we've got some more pop coming your way in 2014 <laughs>
0: All right. Uh, Next up we got some more hot pop coming your way.
2: And, and they're not you against just
0: graduated from high school.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they're not against the rules because they're not a rock band, but they're close. Hollow notes.
0: Oh, definitely. Very pop. Absolutely.
2: Uh, and you think of something like Private Eyes or like really a lot of their stuff. Eater. It is you mentioned the the idea of a man eater before. They have a song called Man yeah. Eater. But, but, uh, Absolutely yeah. thinking about but, that. But, But they, I mean, they're also in the category of blue eye soul, but you know, they are just as much of a pop. Yeah. Maneater
0: would be my walk on song if I played in the MLB. <laughs>
2: now we're getting, we're getting close to the current year, uh, 2019. We had some pop artists, Stevie Nicks. You know, Absolutely, I think is is very pop. And if you're going to differentiate between her solo career and Fleetwood Mac, which I think Fleetwood Mac is very poppy, but again, the rules. Stevie Nicks, <laughs> her solo output was much poppier.
3: If you were to stand back and have a look mm-hmm. at her hits yes. outside of Fleetwood Mac, you would see there that is they a, are quite a pop, pop sensibility. And there. I, I recommend you do so.
2: And then also. What had been a huge snub for a long time and a great pop artist. Here
3: we go, baby, Janet Jackson. Oh, congrats to Janet. Jackson. To Janet, Janet, yeah. Janet yeah. JJ.
0: JJ. I love that.
2: And she was someone, and she had been on the ballot Justice for a few for times. Justice for Janet. Yeah, and it yeah. was a, it was very well timed her induction. Yeah, because uh,
0: Justin Timberlake performed at the Super Bowl last year. Yep.
2: And I, I was going to say because it, it came Last out year? that well, Les Moonves got uh, oh, yes. tattooed yes, yes, and yes, then yes, all yes. that stuff came yes. out about how he tried to keep her down. Yep, and then
3: specifically ruin her life, sabotage and it her. It was career. justice
2: for Janet, and she got on the Rock all that year, and that ruled.
3: Ugh, and I'm then, so glad
2: that brings us to twenty twenty. Whitney Houston.
0: Yeah. Let's hear it for the girl.
2: One of the...
0: <laughs> I mean, I know that that's earth, not
2: her. Why on earth would...
0: It's not, <laughs> There's so many of her songs. Yeah. <laughs> but that is, I like guess, that it is... Like you could
2: nothing. have said that you get so emotional. <laughs> I you said, she's our baby Whitney's tonight. Song. Yeah, but for some reason, you you went a uh, direction. Um, yeah, Whitney. It and you know she had been, she'd been <gasps> eligible for like 10 years and it felt like the thing that was keeping her out was that she was like too pop but then you look you...
0: do you think that's what was keeping her out yeah i mean we've gone through this entire list and she has such a specific clear history of so many artists that she's similar to
2: mm-hmm. so it's almost like we've made a case here tonight about our girl whitney is that you know? If you're so against pop, you've got to look at the history of the Hall and the inductees that have been pop, and it fits right in. And you and you shouldn't. Uh, if you if you feel uneasy about it, then you have problems with the Hall, pretty much going back
3: to the beginning. And also, you, dare you, I say, you, part of the thing about fame is popularity, and every, that's in the name.
2: Yes, fame and pop. Just
3: by another yeah. word, would smells sweet. <laughs> yeah.
2: By the very nature of being, I mean, nearly every artist in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame made popular music. Exactly. You know?
0: Well, I mean, I think what you've laid out here is basically a ironclad argument for why it is ridiculous that people push back against artists that are considered traditionally pop. You heard mean, it here. I, I ironclad. Think... Iron God, in my opinion, obviously I'm biased and I think that they should be <laughs> inducting pop artists, but on the whole if you're going to acknowledge at all that rock and roll is not rigid and uh, in terms of how the hall is processing what kind of artists that they're rewarding y- you have to open it up to those mm-hmm. things because they're indelibly connected. You could, I would call the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because it is all about lasting impact Mm -hmm. Like cultural influence, all these types of things to try and snuff out pop artists is like just going to make
3: no sense. Zero sense.
2: It's against the very mission seemingly.
3: And you're going to hit a dry spell. You're going to run out of Mm -hmm. what you consider as a purist, as a rockist, as a rock purist. I'm wondering as we go
0: forward what they're going to do with as the genre has changed and as the most successful modern artists are leaning further and further away from traditional rock. And I'm not saying that that's all the way gone or anything like that. We talked time, about that yeah. a little bit the last time I came on, but what they're going to do with major pop artists in the Madonna mold. Cause if you're looking at Madonna, you're going to look at all of those kind of epic, a level, particularly female pop stars that reinvent themselves, that have long careers, <clears throat> Taylor Swift. And <laughs> you're going to look at people like Beyonce, and so on lots of artists come up now and i'm just wondering how they're going to handle that
2: yeah and i think i think whitney is a major checkpoint on the way to those artists yeah indicating that it's okay to go down that road yeah because i'm especially bringing up beyonce it's like if you want to induct beyonce it's just crazy to think yeah well you couldn't do that without inducting whitney exactly
3: yeah absolutely houston we have liftoff (laughs) <laughs> As the classic saying a goes. Classic saying, Houston, it's a classic.
0: People who don't want to induct Beyoncé are gonna have a problem. There we go. Mm-hmm. Hello. There it
2: is. <laughs> perfectly perfectly done, Ellie. Uh Ellie, thank you so much for joining us here oh, tonight. Thank you for having
0: me and thank you for teaching me so much. And obviously I'm more of a modern pop stand, but like mm-hmm. Learning a lot more about this particular lineage, which, of course, has its rules. Uh, for, it's not everything. For the sake everything. of
2: brevity, yes.
0: Because <laughs> you were like, how many are we going to talk about? I was like, eight.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we really right. got
0: through it. Um, uh, I, I love the flexibility of genre, and I think that if the rock hall is going to... Continue to have longevity They have to continue Being freaky deaky With the flexibility Of how they're Defining that And heard, they already have it here
2: first Yeah They gotta get freaky deaky uh, Ellie where can we Find you online Anything you wanna plug You write for a, a show
0: Yes uh, I write for Good Mythical Morning That's on YouTube You can follow me On all social medias It's at Ellie M-C-E E-L-L-I-E
4: M-C-E
2: Beautiful uh, You can follow us At Rock Hall Pod On Twitter and Instagram Rock Hall At gmail.com is the email? If you send us a message and you want Kristen to see it, you're gonna have to indicate that somewhere. Otherwise, I'm not showing it to her. Um, and I
3: like it that way.
2: You can follow me at JoKJoK on Twitter at JoQua on Instagram. I will be at the Club Cafe in Pittsburgh on March 6th at 8 p.m. Come on out to that. You Maybe
3: can meet Joe's parents. Will your parents be
1: there?
2: Nah, they're definitely gonna be there. Yep. <laughs> um, Kristen, you are at KStud across all platforms. You got anything coming up you want to plug? Nope great alright subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts rate and review us five stars only if you're leaving a review because of this episode why don't you say Lola because that's the dog who was with us for this episode and that's how we know you listened to this particular episode we want to thank Mike Lloyd for the logo. I want to thank Isu Kim for the music. Thank you to Future Rock Legends for giving the information that helped you create this particular historical episode. Thank you to Joy Divine for the equipment. Thank you to Chad Briggs and Dave Schilling for letting us record in the home that I share with them. And thank you to Pantheon Podcast for hosting us. I'm Joe Quazala.
3: I'm Kristen Studdard. And
2: who cares
3: about the rock hall?
1: Hey, this is Brad Page from the I'm In Love With That Song podcast, inviting you to join me as we explore a different song each episode, discovering what makes these songs great. The performances, arrangements, and the production tricks and techniques are all part of creating those magic moments that turn a good song into a great one. On this podcast, we take a deep dive into each song, listening to all those nuances that came together to make it a great song. Our journey takes us across the musical map from the Beatles and the Stones to Aretha Franklin and Tom Petty, Kiss, the Cars, Todd Rundgren and Roxy Music, from Badfinger to Al Green, Stevie Wonder to David Bowie, from Aerosmith. To the zombies, we listen to it all on the "I'm in Love with That Song" podcast. You may be unfamiliar with some of these songs, and some of them you've probably heard a hundred times. But I bet if we listen closely, we can discover something new. So, join me on the "I'm in Love with That Song" podcast, and let's listen together. Because I think you're going to love these songs too.